Hello, and welcome to the Legacy Music Hour. My name is Brent Weinbach. My name is Rob F. And this is the video game music podcast, focusing on only 8-bit and 16-bit era music. The best video game music ever made. Quote me on that. How was your week this week, Rob? A little slow. Oh, was it? A little slow. Um, slow lo, slow in the video game music department or just slow in oh, general? Oh, definitely not in the video game music department. I've just been preparing for our, our big event. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, April 30th, we have a big dance party we're, we're putting on uh, at Nerdist at Meltdown on, on Sunset Boulevard. It's in Los Angeles, if you're in the Los Angeles area. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a dance night featuring only 8-bit and 16-bit era music. And it's, I've just been putting together the, the set list. Yeah. And there's, there's so many good tracks to choose from. Sure. I'm just trying to combine everything to make a, a nice danceable set. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, me too. Yeah, I've been, I've been putting together uh, some, some good, got a good lineup of tracks. Very dancey. All, all favorites. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, there, there'll be some. Inf- there's, uh, oh, there already is inf- information on the website, right? Um, and we, uh, and yeah, just you can go to legacymusichour.com to find out more information, or go to Meltdown Comics, I think dot com. I think is it? Uh, I don't know. T- just Google Meltdown Comics, and you can find out. You can buy tickets online as well right now. As right. Well. Absolutely. So, Only eight dollars, and that's and that's a yeah. deal. It's a Saturday night, also. Just come get your groove on, and it's it's really it's going to be yeah. a, a fun night. It will it will be bring your own beer, I believe. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. But all right. I always keep a bar in the trunk. You know me. <laughs> I um I've been actually, actually I've been listening to a lot of Genesis lately. Oh yeah. Yeah, I just okay. I've that been, makes me happy. Well, you know, it, it just if the programmer knows what they're doing. Or the composer knows what they're doing with the Genesis. They can really use it, the Genesis, to make really cool stuff. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, I, I, Genesis is interesting to me because it really reminds me of electronic music from the '70s. Oh, is that right? And um, I don't know. It just has a really cool, unique quality. It's really very different than than the other than Nintendo and Super Nintendo. Uh, anyway, uh, one, something we wanted to address before we get into today's topic right. is um, regarding the Jeff Van Dyke episode, which was two episodes ago, yes. episode 21, uh, there's a couple mistakes that we wanted to acknowledge and uh, correct. Uh, one of them being the, um, the track that Rob played from NBA Live 96. Uh, he played the Genesis version, and we later found out that uh, Jeff Van Dyke did not compose the music to the Genesis version and only did the Super Nintendo version. And the composer for the Genesis version is Traz Damji. So... I, I I would like to just take this opportunity to say, whoops. <laughs> A slight oversight on my part. Yeah, there was... the Yeah, so yeah, we just wanted to make, make sure that that was out there. That um, you know, just to give credit where credit's due. But overall, I think uh, it was uh, a fantastic interview. Oh sure, sure. And sure. the way the music uh, weaved in and out, I thought was very uh, well done as well. Yeah, and one one other thing about one other thing was that the Coach K basketball uh, that was played at the end. Uh, apparently, 
the the player that we were using didn't quite play that exactly the way it was intended. Yes. So there was a little bit of a uh, of an an error there as well. So, um, but that's pretty much it. The Legacy Music Hour regrets the error. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's official. All right. So let's move into today's topic. Konami. Konami. We're focusing on Konami. And um, so much to pick from, you know? Yep, absolutely. And, I mean, the thing with Konami is that... Well, first off, I mean, I guess since this is the Konami episode, we should mention the Konami uh, Kikuha Club. Or Kukeya Club. Oh, what's that? You know what I'm talking about? No. Uh, that just basically was the... the all the it was the name it was just the name of all the composers at Konami like it was oh, just okay. the Konami uh, Kukeha club um, that was what they were called I should just mention acknowledge that you know that whenever you see that as the composer listed that's just referencing basically the team of composers at Konami that, right. and and in a lot of the Konami games had a lot of composers working on the same title that that team was uh that team rolled deep, a lot of composers. Yeah. So, the thing with Konami is that there's a lot of obvious go-to games. Sure. You know? And, you know, I I, I, and I would have liked to have played... I mean, I, I've for today's show, I would have liked to have selected uh, some not-as-well-known stuff. But, you know, truth be told, I mean the music I like the most is from the more well-known games Absolutely. and the more go-to games. So a lot of my selections today are actually going to be more more of the, the go-to obvious choices. Um, but uh, I did try to listen to some games I hadn't heard from. Um, but yeah, still, I think um, those more go-to obvious choices are just are really the best. And so I, I'd rather be playing the music I really like more than, than playing f- songs for the sake of obscurity, you know? I I, you know I, mean? I I would agree, and my selections, I think, for the most part, reflect that because my original track list reflected uh, just purely Genesis titles, uh-huh. and a lot of them were obscure. I mean, I had a, a level track from the Animaniacs game. Uh-huh, right. You know, and it, it was okay. It was, it was it's a track that I liked, but yeah. as I was reviewing more Konami games, I just said to myself, I, I need to put these in my set list for today. Yeah, I mean, it's like the most... The- like there, I definitely heard like heard some good tracks, and I I'm already have been familiar with some good tracks from some lesser known games. But I mean, the really the best stuff is really from those really well known games and stuff. So and you know. I I think eventually we'll have a Konami focus part two. Then we'll go deeper we'll into go, the lesser yeah. known. Yeah, we just need we need to get all the good the really good stuff out of our system though first. You know. Sure. I think that's more important. Anyway, so I'm going to start it off with something from Contra. Okay. All <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> Um, and this is Snowfield, and this is music composed by Hidenori Mawizawa, um, developer Konami, our company focus for today's episode of the Legacy Music Hour. This is Contra, music composed by Hidenori Mawizawa, this is Snowfield.
music from Contra. This is Snowfield, composer Hidenori Maizawa. What a way to kick off the show. I had actually picked this track as well. I didn't know it was called Snowfield. Oh, right, right. Because yeah. in my player, it doesn't give me the names. Oh, right, right. Yeah. But, but you knew it was called Snowfield. Your player doesn't give you the names either, does it? No, no, it doesn't. But You just knew this was Yeah, well, it's... Called. I mean, you know, this is a... I mean, this is... This is a... It wasn't one of my favorite games. And uh, I've beat it. And uh, I'm pretty familiar with the levels. And, uh, yeah. Well, this is a game I have beat as well but it was with the the code of course oh yeah yeah i i i've beaten it without the code congratulations that's not that it's not that hard of a game actually well i <laughs> i thought so i haven't played it in forever when's the last time you played it um i think the last time i played it was uh maybe 2002 or something like that i don't know it's a good it's a good game yeah it's no it's game. great it's a great game one of the best definitely yeah yeah oh yeah i, I told you that i i worked for Konami during the last episode. Oh, right, 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 yeah. And I was a game tester. Right, right, I was right. a game tester for about a year. and I tested uh, a, a version, I forget which which Contra it was, but it was one for PlayStation. Oh, okay. And oh, yeah, um, that was a side-scroller, right? It was a side-scroller. Yeah, yeah. Like, it it kind of had a 3D aspect where you're going into the screen as well. Oh, did it? Okay, yeah, yeah. A little bit. Mm -hmm. um, no, I just remember that uh, during an era where polygons were really big and or, or d when 3D was really big sure. that I remember hearing about a Contra game that came out on PlayStation that was that was you know more, more old-fashioned in the style it was just like side-scrolling and stuff like that right. or a lot of it was at least it was, I like this part of the song by the way a lot turn it up dun, 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 dun. Part, this part's cool I think I like how that kind of like a cool harmony there you know i discovered a a major bug in that playstation game oh did you oh yeah oh wow okay one of the characters i found out you could go under the level into this black area oh that's you, that's interesting and yeah. you could just kind of walk around while all the action was happening on top of you huh well i guess that's why they they had people like you like me hey what can i say <laughs> I, to I, find that stuff out yeah discovered it before it shipped out wow so you were responsible for that game not for that game being the way it was when it was released in a small part yeah and you know what it was worth uh, every one of those ten dollars an hour at the time <laughs> right but no i think it was nine dollars mm -hmm. we're talking over 12 years ago i think right okay okay i'm gonna kick things off with a game boy track mm -hmm. i would like to start off my set with Castlevania to Belmont's Revenge. Okay. Okay. And this track, I'm not sure where it is. I never played this game. Mm -hmm. Composer is H. Funauchi. Funauchi. Mm -hmm. uh, the title was released here in the States in 1991. So that makes this, uh, what is that, a 21 year old title? 20. 20. Oh, yeah, right, 20. <laughs> Not good on the math. Good on discovering video game errors. Maybe not so much the math. Mm. Well, yeah. Castlevania 2 Belmont's Revenge for the Game Boy.
Castlevania 2, Belmont's Revenge. This is a great track. There's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, definitely. A lot of different kind of sections, you know, yeah. uh, movements. <laughs> yeah, and I, I love I mean, I, I wish I could play this on the Game Boy. Yeah, this sounds, this is a good track. And actually, I feel like, I mean, the listeners are going to only hear this in mono, but we're listening to it in stereo right yeah. now. I feel like this is a, it sounds stereo, actually. Does Which it? You, you, I, you don't usually hear with the with the Nintendo or Game Boy stuff, you know? But my, my, my ear is plugged, my right ear is still oh, right, plugged right, right. Swimming, so. Yeah, no, but I'm, I'm hearing a stereo effect on this. But uh, yeah, this is great. It's a great I'll piece. Turn this part up. Yeah. I like this part a lot, yeah. This is my favorite part of the song, actually. Yeah. Okay. There it is. Great, great. That's a great. I love how that goes back into the beginning of the loop, too, yeah. Right. Up next, I'm going to play something from Super Contra, this is, or Super C. Uh, this is the sequel to right. Contra. Uh, again, same composer as Contra, Hidenori Mawizawa, otherwise known as H. Mawizawa. And uh, this is um, w- one of the levels. I don't, I, don't, I've, I don't know what the level is called, um, but uh, no, I... Yeah, I'm, I'm not... I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out once I... Uh, in a second, but yeah, uh, this is... Uh, music from Super Super C. Did and, you beat this game? Yeah, I did. I did beat this game. Yeah, okay. and um, uh, good game too. Yeah, good game. I, I think I actually like Contra One more. You know, um, okay. and I think I like the music more to Contra One. But uh, but yeah, this is still uh, still good though, nonetheless. So uh, again, music uh, from Hidenori Mizawa. This is music from Super Contra. Music from Super C. Hidenori Mizawa. Mawizawa. Uh, and this is called Massacre Mountains. It's also stage f- it's stage five. Okay. I feel like um this game used the sampler in the in the Nintendo a, more, you know, than Contra for Contra 1. Okay. Because you can hear that the dr- like there's certain, like the drums have a certain quality to them that sound more than just sort of the noise channel. It sounds like it's more like a sampled, sampled drums maybe. Do you ever play any of the Contra games on, in in the arcade? Um, no, I don't think so. No, I didn't. I, didn't know I mean, so. I mean, I think Contra One was in the arcade, right? So it was Super Super C. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I don't. I might have actually. I might have played Contra One in the arcade, but yeah. 
Do you know how you say super contra in Japanese? Super contra. Close, yeah. <laughs> super contra. Okay. Huh? I am going to play a track from Mad City. Yeah, I've never heard of this game. Well, in the States, it was called The Adventures of Bayou Billy. Oh, oh okay, sure. I had, I had that game. Oh, okay. I, I used to own that game. Um, and that's a game I, I owned when I, was, when I was a kid, but I, don't, I actually don't own it as an adult now. I think uh, the, the difference is Bayou Billy is a lot harder than Mad City. Mad oh, City is that was, true? was a Famicom release. And why, are you, why did you decide to play Mad City instead of Bayou Billy? Well, when I was downloading the soundtracks, mm-hmm. I saw, I just looked at Mad City and I said, well, there's a game I never heard of. So I downloaded the soundtrack and yeah. as I was listening to it, I said, this sounds really familiar. Okay. Where did I hear this before? And then I, I looked at, I looked it up and I, I see that the U.S. version is Bayou Billy. Mm-hmm. I didn't even download the Bayou Billy soundtrack. Right. It could, there could be differences too. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There could be. Um, um, but this track... I can't remember if it is in the game or not, because I, I haven't played the game in forever. But I remember borrowing this cartridge and thinking it was fantastic. Bayou Billy was great. Well, it's, it was cool. I mean, well, for one thing, it's kind of a, the theme, you know, the setting is sort of unique. You know, it's like a swamp, you know, kind of southern, you know, New, New Orleans kind of set or whatever, Louisiana swamp setting or whatever, Bayou, right? Right. And then it had all these different kind of ways you could play the game, all these different uh, styles of gameplay, you know? Right. Like there was a a car kind of aspect you know like a racing car shooting kind of thing yeah and then there was also side scroller action there's also uh it was like a target sort of shooting thing you know there's like all these different elements to the game it was like a bunch of different styles of games in, in one game right the 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 japanese version has some differences in the animation mm-hmm. and there's alternate endings as well mm-hmm. but bayou billy doesn't have that mm. so here's a track uh, from Mad City. The composers for this uh, title are uh, Atsushi Fujio, mm-hmm. Hidenori Maozawa, mm-hmm. Kyohei Sada, and T. Ogura. All right. City, that's playing level music, you know, background music for the, the level. I guess background music A, maybe, I don't know if that, if that means anything to anyone. Do, so you think this was in Bayou Billy, this track? Oh, for sure this for was, sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. It's, it's, you, I, 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 like, I like this part a lot right away. No, that's part parts go. But we're, I'm sorry, what were you saying? It's it's like a party. Oh yeah, 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 it's yeah. It's party music. Right. 
Oh, this this actually could be a good dance track, actually. I was thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. Sure. This is, um, um, yeah, uh, I was going to say about this. Um, no, I can't remember. It's almost aerobics-y. A little bit. I, could, I could picture myself doing some aerobics to this. Yeah, it's definitely got a sort of, I don't know, for some reason, I just think to myself, electric boogaloo. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why. I don't know. You know the part, your favorite part? That reminds me of that. Oh, yeah. does it? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, I, I was going to say something about this. I can't remember. Uh, all right, whatever. Anyway. Oh, I guess I was, maybe I was going to say this, that um, even if it was the same song in Bio Billy, it, it's, it's still... I mean, there's like slight differences in versions sometimes, you know? Right. Like, um, well, anyway, we've been through this before, like with Metroid, you know, for, it's the same song, like the title screen, but it's different. It's kind of arranged differently and stuff sometimes. Sure, sure. Some, I don't know, for some reason there's differences, but, um, all right. So next up, I'm going to play something from, uh, the legend of the mystical ninja. And this is music composed by Kazuhiko Uihara and uh, Harumi Ueko. And this is called King Ryo Kyo's Secret. from Legend of the Mystical Ninja composers Kazuhiko Ihara and Harumi Ueko and this is uh, King Ryokyo's Secret it's very danceable too yeah very I like how funky it is and but also how it has that Asian sound to it too you know okay yeah and um, it's also a uh, Oh, and of course, this is a Super Nintendo track. We've been playing a lot, you know, all Nintendo tracks until now. Um, and uh, I like this part right here, because what's cool is that even though the Super Nintendo is all samplers, I mean, it's all, like, channels that's sampled right. music, they're sampling synthesizers in this part right here, you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? I love that little... Before it went right back into the loop there, there was, like, that weird little breakdown that was cool um yeah this is this is a good i just i think this is a really good good one yeah and uh i have beat this game very nice yeah and this is a really cool game too it's a really kind of creative game like really neat creative bosses and stuff yeah my next track is 
for the Nintendo. And it comes to us from Metal Gear. Mm-hmm. Uh, composer is Kazuki Muraoka. And this title is, you know, it's, it's, it's a huge, to say the least. That's an understatement. Right. But this is, uh, I think this is the one that started it off. Uh-huh. Right? The whole oh. franchise? Oh, this, yeah, this game, yeah, definitely. Yeah, this is, yeah, the, one. Yeah, this is yeah, the first original, yeah. So here's a track uh, from Metal Gear composer Kazuki Muraoka. This is the music when you fight enemies. I played this game maybe a, a couple of times. I don't remember it at all. But you you know this game well. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't I didn't beat it, but I did get through a lot of it though. Okay. Um, I I always been I, I've been me always meaning to go back and try to complete the game. But um, right. yeah, it's a cool game. I like this part right here. This part's my favorite. Yeah. Totally. That part's cool. Um, but yeah, this is a neat game. And uh, yeah, I, I should go back and try to beat this game. Uh, but uh, yeah, I got I got pretty far in it, though. When I was working at Konami, we were testing Metal Gear Solid for the PlayStation. Right. When that came out. And there was a lot of secrecy involved at the time. Mm. And I I barely remembered the original version of it. Right, right. But, you know, that, of course, was genre changing, that game mm-hmm. on the PlayStation. Mm. Um, you know... Um, and also, this is an Ultra Games release right. in the United States. So, yeah. Ultra, of course, being uh, Konami's way of releasing more titles in the United States. Because they were only allowed to release tricky, five. Tricky, tricky, Konami. Uh, okay, so up next, I'm going to play something from a game called Sparks, uh, Sparkster. You know this game? Sparkster? No, I don't. Um, well, you might know it as a Genesis guy, uh, as Rocket Knight Adventures. I was thinking but Rocket it's Knight. But the thing is, is, it's not, it's the sequel to Rocket Knight Adventures. And, um, there were also Spark, Sparkster was on, released on Genesis also. But Rocket Knight Adventures was only Genesis, though. And so this is the sequel. And this game, I actually got this game maybe a year or two ago, because I just had read a lot of good things about it. I didn't play it when I was younger, but I, um... I think it had like the same, I think it used the same engine or had the same design. No, maybe it was the same designer or something like that. Or oh, no, no, maybe it was directed by the same person who directed Contra 3 for Super Nintendo. And that game's action-packed. It's like a really, really good game. I'm going to play something from that later, actually. Um, but so I thought, oh, this, this game probably has like good action in it and stuff too. And uh, it's a pretty cool game. There's some really cool, st- crazy stuff in it. Um, and... Uh, so this is the first level music. It's called Lakeside. 
and it's comp- uh, composed by Akira Yamaoka. Uh, that's the primary uh, principal composer on the game, but also uh, Michiru Yamani worked on this game as well. Uh, she was involved with uh, a lot of the Castlevania games. In fact, she did Castlevania Bloodlines on Genesis. Okay. Um, and uh, Kazuhiko Uyuhara, who we just heard from uh, Mystical Ninja, and uh, Masahiro Ikariko and M. Matsuhira. So you have all, all those composers working on this game. Um, I, I don't know if, which one of them specifically did this track that we're going to hear, or perhaps more than one worked on this, this particular track. But uh, again, this is Lakeside from the game Sparkster for the Super Nintendo. Sparkster, music by Akira Yamaoka, Michiro Yamane, Hazuhiko Uihara, Masahiro Ikariko, and M. Matsuhira. This is Lakeside. Nice track. Scott, uh, this this game, uh, so I, I've beaten this game not on the, the, I mean, the level of difficulties go up pretty high because there's, I think it's like easy, normal, and hard. But if you beat it on hard, you're given an option to beat it on very hard. Okay. And I think I might have beat it on very hard. And then after you beat it on very hard, they give you another option to beat it on crazy hard. Crazy hard. Yeah. And okay. And I didn't I didn't play that version. But the, you get a better ending each each time you beat it on those higher levels. You know. So. Um, and I think on, I'm not sure, but this might be on very hard. You might get this, but there's a bonus level. If you play it on one of those harder, uh, either on fair, very hard or crazy hard, they, you get a bonus level and a bonus boss. So, I don't know. Sparkster was awarded best sound effects of 1994 by EGM. Hmm. Yeah, this game's definitely got good design and stuff. It's, you know, it's uh, it's really, there's a lot of action in it and stuff. It, it says here that the stage music is related to the Mega Drive. Oh, is it? I have a feeling this one might sound more, more clean, more polished. Yeah. Well, different. Just different, I'd say. Mm. Well. Oh, you know, on a completely unrelated note, just on the differences between in Genesis and Super Nintendo, I, I was just listening. I, I wanted to listen to some Double Dragon on the Sega Genesis. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very horrible. Oh, really? That's, I'm going to go ahead and say it's, oh, wow. it's terrible. Okay. Mm. Terrible rendition. Mm-hmm. But whatever. My next track will actually come from the Genesis. Okay. 
Double Dribble, the playoff edition. Okay. I, I didn't even know this game was available for the Genesis. I didn't know either, yeah. Composer is Miki Higashino. Yeah. She's, you know, more, most well-known for Gradius, among other things. And this uh, was simply called Track 8, Music 7. All right. For the Sega Genesis from Double Dribble, the playoff edition. Dribble the playoff edition. Yeah, the, um, I was reading an interview with uh, Miki Higashino, and I think I think I remember reading something about her uh, that she, you know, she she used to do a lot of Nintendo songs, you know, okay. uh, and she did the double dribble for Nintendo also, but she was really interested in the Genesis and the Genesis capabilities, or using the, the 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 hardware and the in the Genesis to create music and stuff. And so you hear um, that. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go on, go on. No, oh. did, you, did you hear the, the, the sable? Yeah, 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 yeah. The gospel choir? <laughs> I, it's, I think it's supposed to be a gospel choir. Okay, yeah. It sounds like that. Um, Like, her her stuff for the for the Genesis is, is really interesting, I think. She definitely is. It, you can hear in the music that she, she's interested in, in that, in the capabilities of it and stuff. Okay. She did that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles... Uh, tournament fighters for genesis right right and uh that's a really cool soundtrack and uh anyway yeah um all right so up next i'm going to do uh something from contra 3 the alien wars and this game is just non-stop action just action-packed this is like one of the most action-packed games i've ever played it's so good Okay. It just got action to action, especially this one level. I forgot what level it is. I've beaten this game, by the way. But this one level where you're... I'll, I'll, no, I'll talk about it. I'll talk about it. Uh, we'll, I'll play the music first. But um, uh, and anyway, yeah, this, this is uh, also uh, Miki Higashino and uh, Masanori Adachi and Tachihi Iwasi. And um, this song is called Nesting in the Sands. And this one... This song is, you thought that song was kind of funny or whatever the one you played? Yeah. This one to me is really kind of funny because it's, there's something funny about it. It's very quirky, but it sounds like a prog, prog rock kind of song. Okay. And, uh, well, you hear it for yourself. It's It's got a weird quality to it. I like it. Um, and uh, anyway, yeah, Nesting in the Sands from Contra 3, The Alien Wars, Super Nintendo.
music from Contra 3, The Alien Wars. This is Nesting in the Sands, music composed by Miki Higashino, Masanori Adachi, and Tachihi Iwasi. And uh, yeah, kind of very prog rocky, I feel like, kind of almost kind of jazz fusion-y type, type of situation, kind of jazz rock fusion. Not, uh, definitely not conventional. Yeah, it's different. It's definitely got its unique sound. So this game, there's this one level in it. It's not this level that, that you're hearing from right now, but uh, it's like you're on these motorcycles or something, and then you jump up onto this helicopter, and you're just like jumping on these different helicopters, and then at one point you just these missiles start shooting at you, and you're just like hanging onto these missiles and just jumping from missile to missile while you're fighting this boss and stuff, and it just so much action in this game. It's really cool, you know. Yeah, it got a lot of well, it got a lot of high scores from all the publications. Yeah, the my only criticism of this game is that it's kind of short. I mean, there's only I think six levels total. Mm. Uh, it should be at least eight, I'd say. But I mean, the levels are pretty long though, so whatever. I'm, I'm looking at a screenshot. And it looks like there's an overhead view as well. Yeah, they have two overhead, uh, overhead levels, and the rest are side scrollers. But uh, yeah, that's and and the overhead ones have a different kind of control system. Uh, use the L and R buttons a lot. But um, anyway, yeah, really cool game, super cool game. Yeah. You know the. Do you, do you know the name of the original Contra, the Contra Boys? <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, Bill and Lance. Okay, yeah, that's funny. But. Do you know the name of the Contra 3 boys? Oh, it's not the same? No. Mm -hmm. Jimbo and Sully. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but it says they're the descendants of Bill and Lance. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> but the, uh, it it kind of makes it seem as if Bill and Lance had kids. <laughs> Together, you yeah. Know, <laughs> yeah, Jimbo and Sully. Whatever. Yeah. The Contra boys. Maybe that's <laughs> not to be Not to be reckoned with the, the Double Dragon boys. The Double Dragon boys. <laughs> I'm going to play a, a Contra track from, from Nintendo. Okay. Maybe that should be our picture, something to do with Contra. Well, we kind of do. Our flyer for the dance shows, the dance parties. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. I'm just saying for this episode, Yeah. we'll do a Contra Boys. Maybe we'll try to recreate the uh, the, the cover of the, the original Contra. How about the Contra 3 Alien Wars? Maybe we could try to recreate that somehow. Mm, okay, yeah. Although yeah. We, I'd have to have you hanging from a, a wire or something. We have to find an alien face too somewhere. That's, maybe the cat will do. Oh, okay, yeah, right. Yeah. Cat can look pretty nasty. Yeah. I'm going to play, I think this is a, well, you know, we'll find out which track this is. Yeah. Composer for this track is, of course, Hidenori Maezawa. Yeah. Uh, for the original Nintendo Entertainment System, here's a track from Contra. Enemy base. Enemy base. Okay, that's what it's. That that's the level. Yeah, it's when you're. It's when you're kind of going fo forward. You know, like it's got a kind of 
semi 3D effect kind of going. Oh right, you know? I remember that. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm gonna play something from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game. Okay. So this is the uh, port on to Nintendo from the arcade, and this is music by K Nakamura, and mm, I don't know what level this is, but I've I've I think I've yeah no I've beaten this game, and um and yeah but I'm I I don't know this is like the maybe the fifth level or something I don't know something like that but uh, anyway yeah Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two the arcade game for Nintendo. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game for Nintendo, music composed by Kei Nakamura. This is Scene 4, Part 1. That game, by the way, was one of the first games to use product placement. A Pizza Hut or something? That's it. Oh, okay, yeah. That's how good they they are. Look at it. <laughs> you had, you, you didn't even really have to think about well, it. Well, I mean, you could make an educated guess based on the, the Ninja Turtles are into pizza. You know, why did you say Domino's? Because Pizza Hut just sounds like a go to the go to pizza. I mean, if you're gonna think um, most famous kind of pizza franchise, right? Where would you go? What would you think? What would you think? Domino's. You really you think Domino's? I think Domino's. I would think Pizza Hut, definitely. Pizza Hut's like the most classic, I think. A round table. I even think round table. Oh, Friday definitely not. Hut. I think Domino's over round table, definitely. That's I'm just saying, like, when I think of, like, famous pizza franchise, yeah. I'm thinking Pizza Hut. Okay. That's the first thing that pops into your head. Yeah. Second, probably second is Domino's. Okay. Yeah. My next track is from the Sega Genesis and... It's from Lethal Enforcers 2. Mm-hmm. I, I've never played this. I, I played in the arcade. It didn't really appeal to me. Oh, no, maybe not part two, but part one. Yeah. I don't even remember there being a gun for the Genesis. I think I do. Gun for the Genesis. I know definitely the Master System had a gun. It might have had... Uh, yeah, actually, it was kind of a rifle-looking thing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, it did. It looked like... No, 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 no. Not a rifle. It looked like, a, a, like, a, like an, an older kind of style gun. It didn't look like a zapper. It looked like an actual oh, pistol. A revolver. It looked like a revolver. A revolver, yeah. It looked kind of like a revolver. Okay, yeah. yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. This is... I think. Yeah, I think. This is music from Stage 3-2. It's called The Hideout. And the composer is Yuichi Sakakuda and Tsuyoshi Sakito. Music from Lethal Enforcers 2 for the Sega Genesis. 
Lethal Enforcers 2, and I was mistaken, it's not Hideout. It is Stage 3-2, but it's called Saloon Showdown. I was going to, um, one of my backup tracks was the Sunset Riders track. Oh, I, I, one of my backup tracks was the Sunset Riders track Oh, really? Track yeah. As well. But, uh, I don't think we're going to get to it, but... That wasn't, wasn't my, but what was your Sunset Riders track? Oh, mine was a, the Genesis version. Was yours? Yeah. Oh, Butch Cassidy, that one? Oh, no, I, I had the big win. Oh, okay. It was not my favorite soundtrack, but I thought there were some, some decent tracks. Yeah, no, no, I, I like the Butch Cassidy one. Oh, whatever. So this one's got a, this track has got a very Spanish feel to it. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're probably going to do a whole episode on... Spanish uh, kind music? On <laughs> Spanish, yeah. Um, no, we were going to do a whole uh, episode on, like, Old West themed music or whatever, you know. But then this kind of gets a little modern. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's, that, that fits. I mean, yeah. that would fit for the thing. It's like a kind of... Um, okay, I'm going to play something from Castlevania, the original. Um, I know, obvious, really obvious, but good though you know i mean why not play the good stuff you know timeless um i don't know maybe i shouldn't play this all right so uh composer uh, kinio yamashita and this is level four from castlevania from Castlevania composer Kinio Yamashita and this is stage four and this song I feel like this one this is another one of these songs I feel like you can sing to kind of you know oh you got some lyrics can I see her and I see her cause you know her you know I don't know that part especially I don't know that part that part especially you know I feel like nice. here you do it Castlevania Castlevania the original Castlevania the original Cause I know it was saying I can see you are Vampires always will go down Why not come to play them And I know it, no one's singing This is, this is why I can't sing I won't open your heart I play the Castlevania I like it My next track is another Game Boy track. This one is uh, Operation C, mm -hmm. which is a Contra title. Mm -hmm. Another Contra title. I think we... Contra is the focus of this Contra show. Contra is, is, it seems... Maybe we should have had a Contra focus. Yeah. yeah. We, we still can. We still can, yeah. We still can, okay. This one, I believe, is the ending music. Mm -hmm. I, I think most of the tracks on this one remind me, and I think they might be... Uh, if not exactly the same song from Contra, maybe they're just adaptations of it. But this ending track is is, is original. Yeah, and it's it's not in the original Contra track, but I really like it. Um, I couldn't find the composer for this. 
Uh huh. So okay. I, I don't know who it is. Yeah. Um, but here's the ending track for Operation C. Is that is that interesting? Is this an ultra? They did they, they released this one under Ultra for ultra. some reason. That's yeah. interesting because all the other, the other, uh, you know, contra, most of the contras are released under Konami label. But no, that's interesting. So uh, Operation C. <laughs> Ending to Operation C for the Game Boy. Hmm. You know, listening to these Game Boy tracks, I Nintendo was mono, you okay. know, but I think that the Game Boy tracks, I think they were meant to be stereo. I think because you hear stereo in your head. Because I'm hearing stereo right now, and I heard that with the other Game Boy track, and um, you know, maybe because people were expected to oftentimes play their Game Boy with headphones, you know, right? Maybe that they purposely made it stereo i don't know i don't know but so it's a very cool track yeah i like this one a lot my, yeah my, my favorite of the whole set oh yeah? yeah yeah it's very 80s very 80s the the intro which they don't do which doesn't repeat yeah yeah but that was very 80s remind me of cindy lopper for some reason mm, okay yeah no i like this track yeah um i'm gonna play something from life force and um this is uh, music composed by Miki Higashino. She's kind of been a, a little bit of the star of this show as well, kind of. A little uh, Higashino focus. Yeah, so it's like a sort of composer focus on Miki Higashino and a sort of franchise focus on Contra. Contra, sorry. Contra uh, and, and Miki. And, and yet she didn't do any Contra, though, I don't yeah. think. Um, so, uh, and uh, but anyway, uh, Miki Higashino, and then, uh, well, she composed the music to, to Life Force, uh, for the arcade and uh, Hidden Nori Mawizawa arranged it for Nintendo along with Shinya Sakamoto and Satoe Terashima 
Oh, and Atsushi Fujio as well. They all arranged her compositions for Life Force for Nintendo. And this is the second stage, second level of Life Force for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Life Force for the Nintendo Entertainment System composer Miki Higashino didn't didn't arrange this version of it, but I like it. Yeah. Up next, we have a track from Junction. Mm-hmm. Never heard of it. Which was a Sega Genesis puzzle game. Mm-hmm. I'd never heard of it either. Uh, it's from 1990. The composer's unknown. And uh, on the soundtrack listing, this was a sound test. Mm-hmm. Sound okay. test, too. It's a very interesting track. This, some of the voices sounded... I thought it was off, but I think it's just part of the music. Mm-hmm. Um, here it is. Sound test, too, from Junction for the Sega Genesis. <laughs> Sega Genesis, actually developed by a company called Micronet. Yeah, it's interesting because I, just listening to this, it sounds very different than the stuff we've heard on the show so far, and, um, and yeah, and, if, and it and it was in fact developed by a different company, but published by Konami. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Micronet. So it's kind of those, those. Do you hear those voices in the back? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it was just a little weird. It sounds a little weird. Yeah, it definitely sounds different. I mean, it totally, it actually definitely doesn't actually have like that Konami sound, I think. It has a different sound than the Konami stuff we've been hearing. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Definitely, yeah. It's kind of interesting. Like, I guess, you know, smaller companies developing games and then getting released by, by bigger companies. I mean, that's, that must be kind of a score for them. You know what I mean? Like, you say you make a game. You have a small company, and then 
like a company like Konami wants to put it out. Like that's, I don't know, it's kind of cool. It's like getting signed to a, a major label or something, you know, the, or something or, like or that. A, you know, a movie, like a small studio making a movie and again picked up. They get distribution by you know some big big distribution company. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, all right, we're gonna. I think we're gonna go a little bit into overtime here, right? Just a little, just a little Get, bit. Play a couple more tracks, just to you know, why not, right? Konami is just. I mean, they're Konami, just so right? Good. It's in the game. Konami, it's in the game. <laughs> um, no, but you know, big whoop, right? Big whoop, big whoop. So what? It's uh, maybe a little bit over big whoop. So all right, I'm gonna play the Sunset Riders track I was talking about. Okay. Uh, and um, this is a uh, music. Compo- this is like a training, I think a training stage. And this is music composed by Masahiro Ikariko and H. Inoue. Inoue. And um, this is the Genesis version of Sunset Riders. from Sunset Riders. This track is called Butch Cassidy and Sunset Riders. And uh, this is actually, I said train, I said training stage, one of the training stages, it's, no, I'm mistaken, mistaken. It's uh, train stage number one. Oh, it could be one of the train training stages. I'm, I'm not really sure, but I've never played the game before. Okay. And uh, yeah, this is actually kind of a classic game, but I've I actually never ended up playing, never played this game. And, uh, yeah, so I don't know if train stage means it's a train or if it's a training stage. I think it probably means train. Tra- yeah, you think so? Well, see, I think based on the the song is not that long. I'm thinking it is training, you know? You just flipped me off. No, 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 sorry. I was, you just did a hand motion. It was an accident. I was just, yeah, uh, was I, I do that finger. a lot now. I've been pointing with my middle finger and yeah, you should uh, watch out. I've been gesticulating with my middle finger and it's just. Train yourself not to <laughs> that middle finger. Um, but I like this part a lot right here. I just, I really like how it picks up like this. I like that bass too. I don't know, I like that track a lot, yeah. Butch Cassidy and Sunset Riders. I bet it's a training stage. Even though it says train stage, I don't know. Well, you know, I'm going to play my Sunset Riders track. If okay. That's the case. All right. Uh, this one's from the Sega Genesis. Compo- Who are the composers? Uh, it was. Uh, the composers are Masahiro Ikariko and H. Inoue. Inoue. This track is called The Big Win. Okay. From Sunset Riders.
That is uh, the staff role, also known as the big win for Sunset Riders. Yeah, that's um, yeah staff role. Um, okay, so I'm going to play something from Rocket Diet Adventures. Okay, Genesis. Did you say you, you looked at that, or you had something lined up from Rocket Knight Adventures? No, 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 no. I did. I did. I looked at the the yeah. Genesis version. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, that's. But, what, I mean, uh, there wasn't anything really. I I, I I liked. This is this is uh it's called um well this is music composed by Masanori Uchi, which is interesting. I mean, I'm wondering if that's like an alias for Masanori Adachi. No, maybe. No, I think I looked. Actually, I think I thought that and looked it up and it wasn't. It actually is something different. Or I don't know. Maybe it, Maybe I'm mistaken. But Masanori Uchi, Ouchi, uh, Hiroshi Kobayashi, Masanori Adachi. Okay. So I guess they're both. Um, Akihata and Michiru Yamani. Um, and this is stage 5-1 from Rocket Knight Adventures Genesis. And... You know, I was saying at the beginning of the show how a lot of Genesis music kind of re- really reminds you of electronic music from the 70s. This is one of those cases, I feel like. It really sounds kind of... Rem- I've mentioned this artist before, but there's a guy named Synergy, or his name is Larry Fast. He goes by Synergy. Um, and uh, this this really kind of has that sort of... I, I think it kind of has that 70s sort of electronic synthesizer feel to it. Rocket Night Adventures. Yeah, very, um, like, for the Genesis, very, just, uh, to me, very electronic music 70s style. Um, really making use of that FM synth in the Genesis. Really kind of a lot of layers and stuff. I really enjoyed that last part. That was my oh, yeah, I, I love that part, too. That's my favorite part. Um, but, again, that's music composed by uh, Masanori Uuchi. Hiroshi Kobayashi, Masanori Adachi, Akihata, and Michiru, Michiru Yamani. Yeah, that part's really cool. I, I think it's coming up right here, actually. It's right here. Yeah, I like this right here. That part's, that part's great right there. I love that part. Dude. Did the rocket? That was a squirrel, right? Uh, something like that. It's not a. I don't. It's not a squirrel. It's not a squirrel. It's something. Some kind of fuzzy animal. It's some kind of thing. Yeah. That, does that still? It's like a mount. Yeah. Does that still exist today? What in, in games? Sparkster games? Yes. I don't think so. I don't. I don't know. I mean, didn't take off as as well as Sonic or Mario. 
No, no, no. But but it it's been compared to Sonic though. Well, I, I think maybe it was it was it was a character that was trying to, to move into that market share. Right, right, sure, yeah, yeah. I'm going to close out my set with a Game Boy track from Nemesis, which was the first Gradius for a portable system. Oh, right, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it combined elements from Gradius and Gradius 2. Mm-hmm. And there was some new stuff in there. The composers for Nemesis are Michiru Yamane and Tomoya Tomita. Right. And this, uh, I don't, I don't know where it oh, is. Did you say Tomoyo Tamita? Yes. Oh yeah, he's good. He's really good. He he does music now too, actually. Oh yeah. Yeah. We should try to get an interview with that guy. Yeah, he's he did the music to. I'm gonna play. Well, anyway, I'm not gonna say. I, uh, he did the music to this game called Wario Land Shake It that came out on the Wii, which I, I think is one of the best games to come out in the last ten years. Okay. And the music to it's really good, and he did the music to that. So here's a track from Nemesis for the Game Boy, composers Michiru Yamane and Tomoya Tomita. for the Game Boy. This could be maybe menu music or password. Yeah, music. right. Tomoyo Tomita also worked on the Legend of the Mystical Ninja games. Not the first one, but he did a lot of the sequels, or okay. worked on a lot of the sequels. And Mature Yamane, as we mentioned earlier, was very heavily involved with the Castlevania franchise. Right. All right, well, that's that's going to bring us to the end of the show. Yes. Uh, we hope you enjoyed our little focus on Konami. It's a major and, publisher with... Uh, and, deep, and developer. With deep, right, deep roots in uh, video game history. And, you know, I mean, there's tons of Konami games to pick from. There's so many. Yeah. So um, I, we, we, I think we actually did get, get in some lesser-known games, you know, as well as some of the classics, too. Right. Um, so if you'd like a full track listing, check out LegacyMusicHour.com. Also, uh, make sure to check that out for our uh, for more info about our dance party that we're throwing on April 30th. Um, and uh, and you can buy tickets online. So If you are in the Los Angeles area, you, def- you definitely do not want to miss out. Yeah. And also, uh, what else? <laughs> 281-SONIC91. Give us a buzz. Yeah. And legacymusichour@gmail.com. You can email us as well. Um, all right, I think that's about it. Uh, we're gonna leave you with a track from a game called uh, Axelay, and this is music by Taro Kodou. And uh, this track, well, okay, this game, okay, well, there's a there's a website. There's a guy who has a website who loves Super Nintendo music, and okay. it's just all about Super Nintendo music, and. Um, He's definitely got some some good picks on there. I mean, I don't 
fully agree with his taste, but um, he, I never had played the game Axel A, but he just, this is one of his top games of all time for soundtracks. Uh, this is like one of his number one soundtrack games for Super Nintendo. I wouldn't agree with that, but the music is interesting and it's good. Um, but it's definitely not one of the, I don't think it's one of the best, but I think it's, it's good. And it's definitely worth playing on the show. Um, and so uh, maybe this is, this is a, a favorite soundtrack of, of people maybe. Um, uh, but uh, not, not one of my super favorites, but it's definitely good. Um, and uh, the track I'm going to play is called Unkai. And it's the first level music for Axel A. This is a game, actually, I'd like to purchase, though, and play through it because it looks pretty cool. Um, and, uh, yeah, again, that's music by Taro Kudou. Um, and, I, and I really started listening to the soundtrack because of hearing the, the rave reviews about it on this guy's website. So um, that's what kind of got me interested in this soundtrack. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, I think the name of that website is Skytopia. I think. Skytopia. Yeah, in case anybody's interested in stuff. He's got some good games listed, but he's definitely missing some really, really good soundtracks also on his, on his site. But um, but he's like compiled like all these reviews about uh, that he did on, all, all, on Super Nintendo music. And uh, he has like these charts and stuff and different tiers of how good, how good they are and stuff. And it's kind of funny. But, um, uh, but yeah, the Axel is up on the, in the top, top tier. Um, but, uh, but yeah, some, and then some of the tracks, some of the games I really like, he didn't pick the, some of the ones that I, some of the tracks from those games that I really like and put those in lower tier. Anyway, whatever, check that out if, if you're interested. And, uh, anyway, that's what, that's what we're going to leave you with. And, um, my name is Brent Weinbach. My name is Roberto F. And the name of the show is the Legacy Music Hour. Uh, this is music from Axelay. This is Unkai, music composed by Taro Kodou. Thank you for listening. Thank you.